Hello, hello, and welcome to Stages Podcast, the podcast that bridges the generational crap all across the board. I am Mary, and I am a baby boomer. I'm Lorena, and I'm a millennial. And I'm Zach. I, too, am a millennial. And on today's episode of Stages, I feel we're really going to bridge this generational gap by talking about board games. Yeah. Uh, So I don't know. What did, like, maybe let's go. What did you play growing up in your childhood, Mary? Like, what board games were popular? Oh my gosh. I played so many board games growing up and I loved playing them. And I know there's still a few around, but I played, um, let's see. Um, oh my God. Of course there was Candyland. Oh I, yeah. You know, that's still around. Mm-hmm. Um, I played, I think it was called Uncle Wiggly or Pig. I've got to look it up. I can't remember what it's <laughs> called, but it was some Wiggly game. I think Zach, our producer, is is checking it out right now. I loved playing that game growing up. And, of course, the all-time favorite, let's give it up for Clue. Oh, it's a good nice. game. Yeah. yeah, Uncle Wiggly. That's, uh, let's see, it's a... It's like a racing game, kind of. Like, it's a board game, but you're, like, racing around a track, right? Yeah. And what was Uncle Wiggly? Was he a rabbit? He's a rabbit with a top hat, yeah. Yeah, a rabbit with a top hat. How cool is that? You cannot get more cool than a rabbit with a top hat. So true. So true. It's (laughs) basically the epitome of cool. Yeah, it doesn't look like this game is still around, which is interesting because I was going to comment that like how interesting it is that all the games you played when you were a kid are around now with updated arts and, you know, like still being sold on shelves, but not this one. This one, I've I've never heard of it and it looks pretty vintage. doesn't look like it's around that much anymore. You can still buy it. Really? Yeah, but... Where? Where can you buy it? That's interesting. I have to look this up. Might have you, to can get get it. A, you can get it for $13 at Macy's. At Macy's? Yes. Wow. I might have to splurge for that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to love Clue growing up also. I thought that was like the funnest board game I thought right? it was so much fun. And I always wanted to play Candyland. We never had it, though. And I feel like nobody... I just, like, liked the color and art of it. And I never found anybody who was also really down. <laughs> really? Should have come my way, bro. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> wow. I would have played Candyland with you. <laughs> and then, like, my dad's family is, like, they love Monopoly like crazy and I think it's always like turned me off of it a little bit because they're like so intense competitive that it's debilitating wow. to be around yeah well, which Zach would I wonder, fit right in with yeah. your family <laughs> you'll have to come over for Thanksgiving this year Zach <laughs> I yeah I should I should I haven't played Monopoly in a really long time though I almost I I, I haven't I don't know 
I don't, I don't play it like I used to, but I, I mean, I'll just like let the listeners know, like Monopoly for me was a really big deal. I mean, like a little bit too big of a deal. I mean, um, a psychotic big deal. (laughs) Like obviously in college, like in college, I, I convinced my roommates like to play a lot and I taught them how to really play because I would like read books about strategy and like understand the statistics of the board, like which spaces are best, like how to kind of like engage. It's a very social game. Like there's a really proper way to offer trades and all of that. Uh, Interesting fact, you know, a properly played game of Monopoly should not last more than one hour, maybe, maybe, maybe 90 minutes. But the thing is, people artificially inflate like the length of the game because they they do all these rules like, oh, if you land on go, you get double money. We're going to put all this money on free parking. Oh, you know, like as part of their trades, they offer like a free ride if you land on a space. And none of these things are in the official rules of the game. They artificially elongate the game. And that's why so many people have like these horrible memories of like Monopoly games lasting 12 hours or whatever. That's my dad's. It'll be like nine hours like on that Black Friday after Thanksgiving that they'll just be like monopolying. And I'm like, I got stuff to do. Like, what? Wow. Yeah. No, it's it's really just a very standard length game. Well, anyway, um, this is a very long story, and I, I prefer not to get into it because I've told this story only a few times before, and I really like to save it for, like, storytelling events. Like, I've told it on stage a couple of times for, like, crowds of people to very positive response. But in 2015, I, I snuck into and surreptitiously became a banker at the international world monopoly championship because i knew the rules of the game so well and i just showed so much tenacity for wanting to be there and like socializing with the players and it was basically like i a- did not know that what yes. Yes. I, i've heard the story and I I love it. It it is an incredible oh, story. That's like a movie. It's yeah. literally like a movie. You're like, oh, you need to write a movie on that with Zach Danz as the main character. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, great, it's a great story. It it's literally like one of the peak experiences from my entire life. Like nothing nothing can touch that. It was such a special thing. And the people How? who were there, I mean Where oh was my it gosh. At? It was in Macau, uh, oh. with, yeah. So like that's part of the reason it worked for me was because yeah. it was you know I won't get into whether or not Macau was a part of China or not, but it's geographically like it's there. Uh-huh. Like for me, it was a couple hour plane ride, and um, oh my gosh, yeah. And uh, I just showed up, and I was the only Dude. person who just showed up, and it worked out favorably for me. That is hilarious and amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I think isn't there like a YouTube or something with you being the banker? There are there are pictures of me being the banker. And it's something later like like I like made it like my Facebook profile picture and uh people How you know like I have I some friends now. Oh my <laughs> I have God. some friends. Who like, you know, they've told me that like 
like as they were like getting like before they really knew me like they would add me on facebook and they would like talk to each other and be like is zach like really into monopoly what are these <laughs> pictures all about but uh little did they know little did they know it was a huge pride point for me wow um, what a life man what a life yeah that being said I have played very little Monopoly since then. I hard to um, come back after an experience like that, you know. Everything yeah. else is like peasantry, you know. Now like, I did in King's Court <laughs> in 2017. I did. I was in Tokyo, and I was invited by the 2015 Japanese Championship, like champion uh, representative, to like play with them and so there i played with the okay i played with the 2015 national champion the 2017 reigning national champion the 2020 national champion and winner of the 2020 world championship uh plus some of their top students at the monopoly school in tokyo japan and I actually won one of the games. <laughs> Zach, have you ever thought about doing like pro- being a professional Monopoly player? Look, if it was a thing, I would think about it. But trust me, it's not a thing. It's not. You can't get like some sponsorships and like become the next greatest Monopoly player. You already are, obviously, if you beat all those people. Right. If it was a thing, if it was a thing, I would be doing it. Trust me, it's not a thing, and I don't think. I don't think it's like one of those like be the trailblazer. I don't think it's one of those things. I think <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I'm not quite sure. I'm gonna have to look at them myself. I feel like there's a second wind you could have here. <laughs> there could as be. As soon but as I, I make it I, big, I, I'm gonna sponsor you. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm gonna use a portion of my uh, profits to sponsor your monopoly career. <laughs> It'll be uh, like you're like, you want to donate to charity? And I'm like, no, I support Zach Dance on the road to monopoly <laughs> greatness. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like when the uh like football teams when like before they got this amazing salary, like Zach <laughs> would be like the the forerunner and he's like working another job but he's still a professional monopoly player and then 20 down 20 years down the road like zach was set the set the bar for all the people getting like millions of dollars yes and monopoly becomes like a serious global pro sport all because zach dance paved the way it's like and i can just see like espn like slow-mo shots is like zach as the banker like you know, like all dress. <laughs> yeah, rolling, rolling the dice and yeah. slow mo, doing the money like pew, like what's what's this is called for people who aren't watching the YouTube? Making it rain. Making it rain. Yeah, Making with the monopoly rain. money. Yeah, but slow oh. motion. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! It's uh, tell you what. I mean. <laughs> I feel, I feel like I, oh yeah, I feel like I dominated the whole episode with this, but like, yeah, it's worth it. It's, it's worth it. I mean, it's (laughs) definitely like, I mean, this is like an extreme thing to say, but I do feel like for many years, like Monopoly was sort of a part of my identity. I mean, like, I really like, if this is, if it's not abundantly clear by now, I took it very seriously. (laughs) 
Like, yeah. <laughs> and like, honestly, from your story, I was thinking during it of like, wow, what a proof of like, like, we don't know why we're so passionate about something. Like, mm-hmm. what proof to be like, you have no idea where something is going. But here you were like, I love Monopoly. And you went all in and you were all about it in college in San Antonio, Texas. Like, never knowing that someday you'd graduate college and then be like, you know what? I want to teach English and move to China. And then you do that and you follow that passion. You're all in for it. And never could you have known it would lead you to, like, the Monopoly World Championships where you would be an iconic factor in the outcome of that event. Like, we have no idea where our lives are going, but... God's got a bigger plan, and I don't know more proof than you as the banker at that thing. Dang. I'm telling you, because, like, he didn't even have a ticket. They wouldn't even, like, talk to him. It's just because Zach started, like, kind of smoozing around and, like, talking to people. Like, that he even got in and got to sit there. It is a feat within itself that that even happened. Yeah. Oh, like, we need to make a movie based on this. Please. <laughs> we, do. we do. Like like when I showed up, it's true. Like it was <laughs> I mean, like I really showed up and like I got to the hotel where there was like the giant convention center and like, stuff. Like you bought a plane ticket to get to that place. And a hotel. Yeah. Like I did everything with, to with get no there. With no ticket to enter the actual event. I took time off of work, get this, the second week. <laughs> And I was a teacher. Teachers aren't supposed to take the second week off of school. <laughs> oh, like, wow. You were but, like um, really geared into your intuition and higher calling and purpose. Yeah, I think so. And like when I got there, I like it's like I appro- like as I was approaching the table, that was like when it dawned on me, like, what am I doing? Like, I don't know <laughs> anyone here. I have no idea if this is even like an open event at all. Like, I'm crazy. I'm absolutely, I'm freaking crazy. And uh, and I walked up to the table and I like, and, and I guess like that moment like had kind of washed over. And I was like, hey, um, I'm like a, a fan of, not, can I can I watch the games? Is it okay? And there was like nervous, like kind of like glancing back and forth. Like, do you, are, are you, uh, do you have a ticket? And were you speaking like, to them in Mandarin? Like it was all in Mandarin? No, I, I spoke or in English. English. Okay. I spoke in English to them. In Hong Kong, they like in Macau, they really speak English well. Okay, and okay. Uh, um, yeah, they were like, are you a competitor? Are you on the list? I was like, no, no, I've, um, I just showed up. And they were like, um, no, sorry. And I was like, okay. And they were like, but you can have this little booklet. And I was like, okay, thank you. And I, like, I took it and walked away. And I was like, oh my God, that was horrible. And then, and that, and then it's like, okay, I'm going to stand here and I'm going to read this booklet and someone's going to come up and start talking to me because I'm clearly here for something related to the Monopoly tournament. And <laughs> I said I wasn't going to tell the story. And here I am getting no, into the story. It, tell it. Yes, we want first, it. The first person to come up to me was the Swiss Monopoly champion. His name is Beat Jost. Great guy. Oh, my gosh. 
really, I should reach out to Bayat. And um, uh, <laughs> in case he ever listens to this, sometimes when I tell the story, I do like his my impersonation of him, but I don't want to because I don't want him to. <laughs> Okay, I'll do it. All right. He's like, yeah. yeah, and I'm not. I mean, but yeah, he had he had the accent. He's like, oh, hello. Are you here for the Monopoly champion? It's nice <laughs> to meet you. I'm Bert, just. And I'm like, hi, I'm Zachary. No, I'm just here because uh, I like being here. We probably chatted for like an hour. And what was interesting was, uh, <laughs> wow, I'm really getting into it. Yes, too. So, Go for it. <laughs> so the interesting thing about the tournament was they were offer they were playing by the speed die rules, which if you don't know, Monopoly a couple years back, or I don't know, maybe it's like 10 years ago now, they started advertising the speed die, which is included in newer sets of the game, because uh, you know, they wanted something big on the box that says like Monopoly's faster now for people yeah. like yourself who, you know, think that Child Monopoly's a long game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, okay, how can we just put something on the box that says it's faster? They artificially created this thing called the speed die. I think it really, and a lot of the players do, they think that it really throws off the balance of the game, but it does make the game faster. Mm-hmm. Probably as part of their marketing, they wanted the top players to be using this die. Mm-hmm. And so Beat Jost was not familiar fully with the minutiae of like speed die strategy. And like strategies that you can use relative to mortgaging properties that are in front of your built up properties so that you can like optimize your chances of an opponent player landing on it. And so like I was getting into all of that with him and it's like, shit, like I'm here like teaching a real, you know, representative (laughs) who's actually going to be competing like like, you know, like finer level strategy. Yeah, you're like, let me coach you real quick. This is how the game works. And he's like, so you're going to watch the games? I was like, I can't. And he, he's like, well, Zek, you know that they always let every person can bring one guest with them. And I could not have a guest come with me. So uh, maybe I can get you on to be my guest. <gasps> and I think I started tearing up a little bit at that <laughs> moment. I was like, oh, my God. Like... My strategy of just standing here holding this pamphlet worked, and like <laughs> <laughs> the first dude I talked to. <laughs> oh gosh, and uh, it worked. It worked. It got me in. I I was in for everything. I got in for everything. And then eventually to be the banker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So after that, they invited me. So so the whole thing was like, okay, so that first day was check-in. Everyone's going in. They're getting their badges and stuff. But that night, there was like a big reception where they were going to have like an open bar and like all the players and not just the players, also the judges and the Hasbro representatives all got to mingle by the bar together. And I was, like, invited to that. And I got to rub shoulders with all of these people. So... Oh, my God! (laughs) I'm, like, having drinks. I'm the only person who had showed up just because he loves the game. Like, everyone else had been invited, right? So I met, like, all the representatives from, like, I think there were 32 different countries of champions and their, like, loved ones who had come with them who were there. And, um... And uh, I was talking to, I mean, 
everyone. I was talking to everyone. And a lot of the judges, you know, were kind of expressing some doubts about some of the staff like that had been hired for the bankers because they didn't pick like internal people. There was like an external company, like this event, like the, I don't know, like the event uh, managing company. Mm -hmm. They had a lot of their employees who would come in and some of them, like their English was not sufficient. And there wasn't really real demonstration that they knew the rules of monopoly. (laughs) Wow. And um, I just was like, well, Y'all need a guy. I mean, your boy's right here. Oh, <laughs> amazing. That is yeah. amazing. Oh, my gosh. And uh, the next day, sure enough, I ultimately, I got to be the banker only for two of the five rounds total. And that was for round three and then semifinals. They had me bank. When it really mattered. When yeah. it really mattered. And when they uh, were the best of the best. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Congratulations on the coolest story ever, Zach. I know. This is just honestly, this is the tip of the iceberg. I, I know. mean <laughs> I, I feel like I mean, I feel like we need to maybe do like a part two, part three podcast series. Right. I've always there's what's that podcast? There's that storytelling podcast, right? What is it? Uh, I've always wanted to be on that podcast. Like in Shanghai, there were storytelling events, and mm-hmm. like I would go and tell this story, and I would really like, I mean, own the stage with it. Yes. It was so much fun. It's such um, an amazing story. I remember when you first told me, like Zach was on a high. It just happened. And it, he was like, you're not going to believe what happened. <laughs> I mean, from basically being like, you know what? You can't come here. You don't have a ticket. Like, what are you even doing here? To being a banker. Yes. Like, in my mind, it feels honestly the same as like, okay, the Olympics are happening. Some person from like some random country was like you know what we don't have enough representatives i've never run before but i'm gonna give the sprint i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a go and then they show up and like take the gold right (laughs) they show up the olympic committee lets them in and they take the gold and they beat all the bigger countries that's basically you yeah i mean it was pretty incredible honestly things things just worked out in a really in a really like serendipitous way for the love of the game that's what the happened. love that's it you can't stop p- true love and passion really right. <laughs> nothing can stop yeah. what you're meant for we should totally have your uh your friend on your yes you know Bayot? Bayot. we should yes Bayot on I'll, I'll reach out to him. I haven't talked to him in a long time. I really should like check in with him. And yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, oh my gosh. And 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 what's what's interesting? I mean, I haven't played Monopoly in a long time. Like it's, I I I don't want to say I've retired from it because I don't feel like I have. But it's definitely like, I don't know. Like it's it's almost like I I I reached like the yeah. peak. You know. I mean, nothing nothing in the world can ever top that. Yeah, like once you hit the top right. of Mount Everest, do you really need to like climb a hill? 
Even, I, I mean, even like, so like the world championship is very infrequent. Like the, it has not happened since 2015. Usually it's every four to five years. And so everyone was expecting maybe 2019 or 2020, but obviously it didn't happen in 2020. And, you know, it's not going to happen anytime soon, you know? Um, So that was the last one. And I mean, I think like, even if I were to attend as like the U.S. representative, I still don't know if that would be like a more peak experience. Totally. Because like there, I got to be like a neutral party. I got Mm -hmm. to just be someone who existed out of love for the game and like got to, you know, mingle with everyone I was no one's enemy. I was everyone's best friend there. Totally. That's and like so the cool. thrill of just like seeing how like one, like I'm going for it because I feel like I should. And just that whole thrill of witnessing like what is in store for you and just like the ride of it unfolding. Like if you went yeah. as a representative, you're going in with a plan and a certain expectation. Mm-hmm. But the way you went, like for me, that was like the first time I traveled to Ireland when I met Ross was like I felt like I was just on this ride that kept unfolding with new surprises and I didn't know all where I was staying or what I was doing or where I was going and next thing I know I'd like played five gigs and I was like what <laughs> you know and wow. that's like your experience of just like you felt this nudge you went for it and then you're just like mm. whoa whoa this couldn't get better it's getting better like and then it just keeps like I feel like any experience like that just it's hard to beat (laughs) yeah yeah it's a special type of high honestly that's like a peak life experience right there like because you couldn't have even planned and expected it to be that good you know what i mean there's (laughs) oh absolutely not there's no way especially after you know the you know being dejected in the beginning like oh you don't have to (laughs) like here's a book for you it's like, here's the keys to unlocking your inner universe and connecting with the world and manifesting all your dreams into realities, act dance. <laughs> and just in that, li- and like you knew, like, I'm just going to read this and somebody's going to walk up to me and then boom, it happened. Like yeah. you were vibing so high. It couldn't not happen. Yeah. So sick. It was That's- unbelievable. Yeah. It, it worked out so story. perfectly. Wow. Well, I yeah. just want to give a round of applause to this board game episode. I had no idea. I, I had I, no idea, Zach. <laughs> Lorena, I don't even think we got to like what your board games are, but uh, we're, we're really sort of matter. past time. Yeah. yeah, we're sort of past time. <laughs> it has no matter. Uh, dude, oh. that is so sick. Man, I definitely want to hear more about this story, and I definitely want to play Monopoly with you sometime. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to play with you. It would be my honor. Yeah, I want to play too. It will get your dad. Yeah. Oh god. And then, <laughs> the, but we'll do the short, the short version. Short version. Yeah. Zach calls all the shots. There we go. You can, you can tell your dad on. about this story. I think he'd be into it, right? Oh my god, you need to tell him. <laughs> I feel like I can't tell him because you need to tell him in person. <laughs> like you know how he'll react. Just that Steve face of like, oh, the Steve yeah. face. Yes, I can already see it now. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you need yeah. to exclusively tell him the story. And also, I've said it twice now. Say it a third time. 
this has to become and will become a movie, a feature Please. film. <laughs> Please. The experience is we'll, too we'll good. We'll have to, yeah. Yeah. We're writing it. I'm going to help you. If not me, you have to do it without me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got it. Got it. So really, it's up to you, but I'm just going to continually remind you. <laughs> yeah. And, and when you do write it, I just want a small part in the play. It doesn't have to be big, you know. Yes, small totally. Small part in the movie. Yes. I want yeah. to help okay. produce the movie. Yeah. All right. The movie the movie will be a thing. I think okay, we're at twenty eight minutes. I think this has now become our longest it. episode ever. <laughs> oh All right. Gosh. Thanks y'all for tuning in. <laughs> we hope that in real time you have enjoyed Zach's story as much as we have. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't even like Zach is one of my best friends. I consider him one of my best friends, like a brother. And I I never even knew this. Like, what a huge part of your life and existence. A pivotal moment. Wow. I just hope everyone enjoyed this. Yeah. Yeah. What an amazing story. What an amazing guy. What an amazing (laughs) mom that raised an amazing guy. All around. Thank God for you guys and Monopoly. (laughs) All right. Well, cheers to that. Thanks for tuning in, I guess everyone. we'll catch you next week. Ne- catch you next <laughs> week here on Stages Podcast. See you next week, guys. A new-